he's so cheap, he wouldn't pay a dime to see two ants whine. Track, yeah, with Dina, Tara, and Dara. We out here, episode five. Do or die? Yes. Yes. I don't know. I tried to rhyme. I tried to rhyme. Um, It's a a good day. It's a little warm. It's a, you know, very global warm. Climate change. We're all about to die. Wow. But uh, yeah, so. My skin has rebelled against me. And I think it's because I came back from vacation. And I'm no longer oh, yeah, in the, yeah. the sun. Yeah, tell the people where you, where you travel noir to. Okay. So, <laughs> Dina, I went to Thailand by way of Singapore. And it was popping. So the reason why I went with one of our friends. And it was a really cheap flight. And we said, we'll buy it and we'll figure it out later. So, yes, I was in Thailand mostly for five days or four days. And in Singapore for a day and a half. And it was fun, amazing, great. But now that I'm back in the U.S. and I've been on multiple planes and it's been hot and cold and all in between, my skin hates me and I am peeling. <laughs> so that's how my day is going. Should have worn sunscreen. That melanin wasn't going to always protect you. Right? <laughs> that's a real tip, y'all. Keep that melanin bright and wear some sunscreen. Word. So let's dive in, shall we, into what's going on in the world. But See. first, we want to give a good old honorable mention to my son. To the young homie king. King Johnson. Yes. My boy. At whatever elementary my school he is. Uh, A part of. What? Yes. Because he's the one educating Is now. it Here. elementary or middle school? I think it's elementary school. Because if it's elementary school, then my God. <laughs> the, based that on mother. The, I did it based on the writing and some right. of the grammar that he was in. But to fill y'all in. So on the shade room this past week. Um, a, a journal assignment by a young scholar, young black scholar by the name of King Johnson uh, has mm-hmm. kind of, I guess you could say, gone viral. And uh, I guess I'll read it for you guys in mm-hmm. case you haven't. So it's dated January 22nd. Today was not a good learning day. Blah, blah, blah. I only wanted to hear you not talking. You said something wrong and I can't listen when I hear lies. My mom mm. said that the only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. Because Columbus didn't find our country, the Indians did. I like to have Columbus Day off, but I want to, you, I want you to not teach me lies. That is all. My question for the day is, how can white people teach black history? <laughs> love King Johnson. Yes. <laughs> With love. And, and this, was, this was sent to his teacher, and to which his teacher replied, King, I am very disappointed in your journal today. And which my boy came with the flames and fire and responded, okay, okay, okay. Mm. That's when I lost my goddamn mind. Yeah. I, like, I just immediately saw that, like, waka flocka yes. uh, gif where he's just like, okay, okay, okay. 
Oh my it God. looks so much better written down. If you haven't yeah, seen it, go look at the picture. It's, it's like hilarious. My all out favorite is I can't listen when I hear lies. That's my <laughs> new response. Like I'm literally like thinking his mom has said this to him all the time. So mm-hmm. he has like he has the lines already in his head. Yes. Is that okay? Was that just indifference? Okay, I hear that you're crying, but also I said what I said. Like that was <laughs> I all said what I said. in that okay. Yes. Yeah. But yes. That's and even if it wasn't friend. like true, like I I'm assuming this is like a real thing, mm-hmm. but like I I love it. Whoever wrote it, it's right. perfect, yes. and yeah, more people need to be accosted for, <laughs> for right. that. Okay. And it's so even to make it like a little more serious. Like if this is real, like as an adult, that's how you respond. Like this is your yes. right. You didn't engage your student at very all. Very eloquently, very um, like the ideas were out there and spaded. Like, literally, I'm. It's not a good day, and this is why. And how can we rectify this? Basically, mm-hmm. and you go, I'm disappointed in you. That was that's your only response. To engage. Right, right. like you're okay, a teacher. Let's talk about it. And that's how I know you're trash. Whoever you are, mm-hmm. teacher with the pink pen. <laughs> <laughs> Can't teach no damn black history. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Word. Shout out to his mom. Yeah, for real, for real. So the women's march was last week. Um, mm-hmm. Did any of y'all go? All right. <laughs> 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 So it's funny because like I always like feel bad in these situations because like I work in repro health. Oh, same. <laughs> and like same. I've been doing it for mad long, so it's like I, I guess like I'm always like this obligation to be there, but also like I mean one thing I was um, jet lagged, so like, I I literally dread- tried to wake up at nine o'clock and I was like, where are y'all meeting? Oh, we're in Manhattan. That's cool. <laughs> Ooh, that's mm. wow. And I went back to sleep and I woke up at six. Six o'clock p.m. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I, I wanted to kind of go, but then also like no, like I didn't really want to go because I don't think much has changed in like the rhetoric when it comes to like the women's march. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they still got those damn pink, pink pussy hats, and yeah. so like I, I, I don't feel so bad that I didn't go. Of course, like I obviously support women's rights and all that type of stuff, but like. No, I did not go. <laughs> I feel like this year, or at least just highlighted on social media, there was a lot of like um, turf. Like, oh, yeah. God. Um, so there's a lot of like Let's trans exclusionary yeah. um, feminist. Fe- right. Trans exclusionary radical feminist. Feminist, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, the OG, OG, crazy, extreme feminists who don't think trans women, women should be involved or in the conversation at all. Or don't even think that they're women in the first place. Right. So there was a lot of signs up like, just ridiculous. Yeah, I think like, that's oh the one God. that went viral of the mm-hmm. like, women's. Mm-hmm. Like, that was just like a, I don't know, an ode to turfness. Like, right. it was just it's like mad, like, like extra, like. And mm-hmm. this is the thing where it's like, yeah, this is why I have an issue with the women's bars because it's like the fact that you have this national brand kind of thing. And it's the way that it's been created, it makes turfs feel comfortable mm. at a march means you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why it comes back to those pussy hats where it's like, number one, not all pussies are pink. <laughs> it's not it's not including people of color mm-hmm. anyway and then not all people not all women have pussies not all pussies have women mm. like I, like that's something i like to like i, I hear often so it's like Ooh. you can't talk about women's rights and only have it include cis women and white cis women mm-hmm. specifically so yeah like shame on you women's march because you made somehow turfs felt comfortable to come to your march right. and come in numbers mm-hmm. yeah, i felt really conflicted about it. i knew it was going to be happening didn't realize that it was actually happening until I was on the train and I just was surrounded by pink hats. Mm-hmm. I was on the train with my sister and I was like, oh yeah, that's today, right? <laughs> um, and obviously I'm very much for women's rights, but 
I'm still conflicted about that 50-something percent mm-hmm. of white <laughs> women that have voted for right, Donald Trump on. and how they continue to vote against their best interests. Interest. Like, mm-hmm. more recently with, uh, with you know, Roy Moore in Alabama. So, yeah, so I think I feel very much along with how you feel, Dina. Mm-hmm. And I think also from our last episode, kind of talking about how we're like all, mar- I'm feeling all marched out, all protested out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really ready to get into kind of like some action, some legislation changing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I didn't attend, but I did go to a really good women's like empowerment, like workshop that day. So, hey. Right. Like, I did my work. <laughs> I do the work every day. Okay. So, so. Mm-hmm. But speaking also to like, um, just, the idea of cis white women and like that you were talking about them like just being so white yeah the march <laughs> being so <laughs> the march is being so white and so cis but just like i'm like i was gonna be snarky and be like well they did try you know harriet tubman was wearing her pink oh, pussy hat God. so <laughs> let's talk about that let's talk about that oh lord <clears throat> So for me, this is Dara speaking, and for me personally, like Harry Tubman's like my freaking hero. Like people are like, oh, hey, Harry Tubman's cool. I'm like, no, like literally, like popping. Yeah, mm-hmm. like if Harry Tubman like appeared, first off, I'd be like, that's kind of crazy. You've been dead for many years, but like I would start <laughs> crying. Like she, like even when her character comes on TV shows, mm-hmm. I start getting teary eyed. I just love Harry Tubman so much. Mm-hmm. So to see them to face that really if you haven't for people who are not from new york city um or who haven't seen this there's a huge um harriet tubman statue like on it's like 116th somewhere on i think it's like 120 somewhere in the 20s 20s, yeah in like in that weird place where the roads start crossing (laughs) but it's like a beautiful huge statue of harriet tubman looking bronze and graceful as ever like Mm -hmm. and uh honestly it was defaced (laughs) with this like pink pussy hand it's just like okay Ooh, just like, like ooh, how where do you, do you start? So where do you much? even start with exploiting like China? How like oh it's just God. really it misses the point. Like you really think that Harriet Tubman would like it sounds so like weird to say, but like, you think Harriet Tubman would have been about that part of the movement in <laughs> any way? Like that Harriet Tubman had bigger issues to deal with. Like we're talking about like the intersections of what women are wanting in terms of reproductive rights. Like we're talking about police brutality. Mm-hmm. Like at least for now, like. Black women are more concerned about things like, will my children live, mm-hmm. right? Not only will my children be born and live, yeah. but will my children then, if they do, are they are able to be born, will they live or will they be killed by law enforcement, mm-hmm. right? Like, back then, like, we're talking about slavery. Mm-hmm. We're t- like, that's which is one of the biggest reproductive justices of, like, all time, right? Mm-hmm. So you really think that a pussy has... Mind you, in the same city that the father of gynecology exactly, who experimented yes. on black exactly. uh, enslaved that, right. women were fighting to have his statue moved and removed and... Oh, it's gosh, in Central Park, so isn't it? Yeah, I, think I think they think said so. they were moving it to a grave site or something like that really? instead. I was like, damn, but so y'all still not going to take it down. You're just going right. to move it to a place that... Okay. But yeah, like, you said, like, going back, like, how, like, in slavery, not only was slavery an injustice on its own, but, like, what happened with these specific injustices that happened to women in slavery mm-hmm. with what's his name, Dr. Simmons or whatever? Yeah, Dr. Is. Sims, I think. Yeah, Sims, like thank you, yeah. Sims. And so, I almost said Gene Simmons, that's what I was like. <laughs> <laughs> but Dr. Sims and, like, the, the atrocities that were specifically done unto black women in slavery. So it's like, like, that's how you know white people are just off the mark all the damn time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just frustrating and 
How did you like? You really knitted a hat that big, just to put it, like you. Really, thing, it's not <laughs> like you had an extra hat. You're like, let me put it on. Like that statue's huge. You really were like that night. Like I'm gonna sew up a hat just for Harriet Tubman. Like mm-hmm. and no, I'm surprised no ancestor came and haunted that <laughs> at night. Right. Is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh gosh. And just with that hat too, just. I I think it's also like an idealism for whoever put the hat on. Like, oh, if Harriet was here now, she would yeah. be fighting for right. this. I'm like, I think Harriet would be like, um, First but off. like, why are it, are we still slave? Like, why are we right. still slave? <laughs> why is the prison industrial complex like? Right. Like, you. there's just so many other like ideas and oh my gosh, I it's just... the same like what they did uh, with you know Martin Luther King. Like, oh, if he were here. He would, yeah, and it's like, if, no, if y'all didn't kill him, he would quote. be here. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, uh, he he gave his life. Nope. He, was, he, he didn't. Was, <laughs> he did not give his life, actually. Uh, no, it was no. snatched. Yeah. Snatched so, all the way up. So I think a good transition in terms of, you know, women's equality would be the conversation around Monique. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of who we support. Yeah. <laughs> Worthy so, of support, right? Right. So uh, some of you may... Or may not be familiar, Monique, uh, the comedian and Academy Award winner, um, has been calling for a boycott against Netflix. Um, she, I believe, I don't know if she approached Netflix or Netflix approached her, but she wanted to do like a comedy special um, on their on their on their site, and was offered uh, half a million dollars. Yes, yeah, to which she was like, "Keep your coins." <laughs> and, <laughs> Uh, and fuck you too. <laughs> and called for a boycott. So she essentially was saying, you know, with Amy, Amy Schumer, and I don't know, Dave what, Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, and Chris Rock. Yes, Chris mm-hmm. Rock. Yeah, they were all offered like multi-million dollar, um, uh, you know, salaries for for their comedy specials, and she felt like she was, you know, very much slighted. And mm-hmm. I think we agree in that. I don't know. Let's all let's chat it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. Like, was she, um, do they often do this to black women? Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. absolutely. They always say, what's the, the statistic that for every dollar a white man makes, like, a woman, but it's usually talking comparison to a white woman, Which makes 77 cents, cents a dollar. Mm-hmm. And the stat for women of color, especially like for black women, is like 60-something. I think for black women, it's 64 cents, 64. followed by Latino Latinas women. Like 50, are like 55. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because that's even in intersections of, like, um, uh, citizenship and like your status mm-hmm. like nationality wise but yeah like I, after that I'm just like yeah Monique I, I feel you but the way that she it's the whole idea of the boycott thing right mm-hmm. it's just like okay <laughs> we're boycotting because you got slighted on your salary like what are your intentions with this is it like right you know, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, cause on the on the surface, I'm like, yes, like people deserve their coins. Yeah. I do think that Monique deserves more than 500k. Like, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, especially when you're talk when then it came out that Wanda Sykes got like a deal even like less, less. than that. And it's mm-hmm. like that's wild to me. So mm-hmm. it's like 100 agreed. But I think just the way it came about, like I think I was literally scrolling through Instagram as I often do. And landed on Shade Room, as I often do, <laughs> and saw the Great post users. where it's like, she's asking for a boycott. I was like, do people just ask for a boycott? Like, like, is that how you know how this works? Uh-huh. Like, I could just be like, hey, I was injustice. Hey, y'all, let's, like, I feel like usually, not saying that there's a rule to it, but usually somebody else has to call the boycott on your behalf. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's, like, boycott uh-huh. etiquette when it comes to that. Or it's kind of like a... Uh, 
like a cause bigger than yourself. So, right. like, That's very cute. Okay, yes. like the end game, like the end game is for all women of color to be able to get their fair, their fair right. share. Mm-hmm. Not like for me to be offered more money. So right. I don't know exactly. It's what kind of like what times up in general, yeah. where it's like yes, it's for gender equality in payment. So it's like mm-hmm. it's not just oh I got stiffed in my contract, so I'm gonna like march for me or boycott for me but it is about the entire movement of everyone so right when it's monique saying i didn't get paid enough or i wasn't offered enough therefore boycott on my behalf it becomes like a why mm-hmm. <laughs> where mm-hmm. were you before when everyone else was getting stiffed and whatnot so but what i will say is that the criticism that people are shooting back to monique is a lot, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very a lot. terrible and it's a mm-hmm. lot of it because she's allowed fat black women Mm-hmm. And like people do not treat fat black women that are loud well at all. Yeah. And so like a lot of people talking about like you don't deserve that and you're not even funny anyway and all the things like mm-hmm. y'all or you're washed up. Yeah, like, y'all love her comedy. Right, her is hilarious. Like y'all, y'all laugh at that shit. Like stop mm-hmm. acting brand new about it. Mm-hmm. Like you just don't like her because she decided to speak up about something. Right. But, and I think too, like from it's always interesting too when you meet people from the industry and just like how people really are. Mm-hmm. So of course I don't know Monique. Mm-hmm. at all but like from what other people are saying like even like Roland Martin like people have said there's been rumors that Monique is like Not really hard to work with part mm-hmm. of it to me is just like okay people just think black women are hard to work with in general like right. that level black women are just hard to work with but no I've heard from like people that her husband's like a enabler and like kind of makes her yeah, I do agree like, that her husband's probably an enabler yeah. yeah and like they have this interesting dynamic and it's just like she can be really hard to just be around and mm-hmm. stuff like that but yeah. You know, I I don't know. I, at the end of the day, she 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 deserves the money that she deserves way more than what Netflix right. Regardless her. of yeah. her shittiness and personality, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. that may be, like she. But you still, wanted her, right? Like she's still exactly in the, in the you know what is it called in economics like <laughs> demand. Yeah, right. Right. Supply demand. I failed all macro economics that I've ever taken. I hate econ. I'm so bad at it. So bad at it. And that's a little sidetrack. It's like I love that subject. But too, another thing too. I think I don't know if you guys saw this, but Octavia Spencer had like a reason. Yeah. Right. Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say some white woman that I don't know her name. Some white woman. Because you're right. Heart, so yes. apparently so Octavia Spencer and Jessica Chastain Ch- was yes. in the help. Yeah, they were both in the help together and they became really good friends after, after the help. So there was another movie project that they wanted to do mm-hmm. and um Octavia was kind of like, you know, it's nice doing period pieces, which is true. Octavia does a lot of period mm-hmm. pieces now that I think about. She's to me she's always like a 1950s. She plays like, yeah, she like, right? She's really <laughs> she better watch out. <laughs> But she said she wanted to do something more comedy and something more herself. Like, she doesn't get to play herself a lot. Mm-hmm. So she uh, was talking to her friend Jessica. And Jessica was like, yeah, but she was also, I think Octavia was concerned about pay and, like, being, like, short shorted because it's something that happens so often, mm-hmm. in, uh, especially for women of color. And Jessica was like, oh, I got you. We're going to get this money. I, like, I have a quote from mm-hmm. her Twitter. Oh, yeah. That says, um, from, from who, Jessica Chastain okay. saying, she had been underpaid for so long. Like, when no. I discovered that, I realized I could tie her deal into mine to bring up her quote. Men should start doing this with their female co-stars. Mm. It's as simple as that. Yeah, yeah. And that's what allyship should look like. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's like, and even like, told you, I think in her thing, she was like, um, 
this is the correct step I should no this was the correct step um no this is correct except I should clarify that I'm making five times my salary because Jessica stood with me I don't know what or if it cost her anything as far as her rate I'm just I just know that she stood with me and I'm internally grateful mm -hmm. so yeah it's like who knows if she lost money for that whatever but it's as simple as just really being like I know that I get paid so much more especially over like the history of time in your career mm -hmm. you probably are eclipsing women of color by so much more that it's okay to lose some yeah when it comes to this because mm -hmm. you have lifted somebody else up mm -hmm. with their like with their economics yeah. and that's good in terms of like agency too like i'm mm -hmm. glad octavia has gotten um her money and then that will show people that like hey this is some woman of color and just people in general they need to be more equal pay mm -hmm. but at the same time it doesn't change the structure of it all mm -hmm. which is really mm -hmm. important because it's just that like all right so that. yeah the fact that i need a white woman friend to help me get right. paid right. for what yeah. i deserve like terrible yeah. it, it, you know so yeah. but good on you you get a piece of a cookie yeah right. <laughs> not a whole cookie a piece. <laughs> <laughs> okay so now we're going to transition into award season uh it's now underway lots of golden statues being passed out yes mm -hmm. uh, it was kicked off with the golden globes um i think first we just got to pay homage to uh, <laughs> Auntie Oprah, um, who yes. was honored with the Ceci B. DeMille Award. Sorry if I butchered that name, but her speech was just amazing, mm -hmm. amazing, amazing. Um, and had everyone screaming out, President Oprah, mm -hmm. the crowd going wild. We are not going to have Auntie me. Oprah save y'all. No, no, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. But um, of course, a lot of my feelings was, of course, in Get Out being nominated in the comedy slash musical category, which just seems to be this catch-all mm -hmm. category. Like, oh, we don't know what to do with you, so you're just going to go in that in that category. It's mm -hmm. blatant disrespect. Yeah. Comedy is, for it being a comedy, is like, it's a dark, it's barely a comedy, though. Oh right. My God. Yeah. Like, it's a comedy <laughs> for people of color. It's a comedy <laughs> for black people. Like, it's yeah. like a dark comedy for black people, but for white people, it's a drama. Yeah, right. You need There's to nothing be, funny. Yeah, <laughs> right. like. And so uh, Get Out lost to Lady Bird. And I mean, I've heard good things about the movie, but I always feel like there's these movies that just come out of left field. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what? Huh? I think that like there was that other movie some years ago. It's going to like about this like boy coming of age story. Oh, that was where they like, over, like, 12, years. like 12 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That just came out and like swept everybody. Yeah. And so. Uh, like just, boyhood or something like that? Yeah, yeah something like that's that. What it's called. And so I think, again, with Lady Bird, like Lady Bird has just been killing it. Um, but with, um, yeah, but with Get Out, I was just really like disappointed in just some of the um, results. Yeah, in the mm -hmm. results of that. Mm -hmm. um, also with the Golden Globes, Issa Rae was nominated. Yeah. She didn't win. Um, but also, <laughs> speaking of Time's Up, we were talking about that. That was really when Time's Up was rolled out. Yeah. And... It was like, yeah, there was a lot of black dresses, not a lot of black winners, though. Ooh. So, mm. <laughs> I hate it. So, damn, son. Wow. Damn, son. Wow. So. And also a lot of hypocrisy for the people wearing black where it's like, specifically, I mean, going back to Justin Timberlake oh, wearing yeah. black. How are you going to wear black, but you were in a Woody Allen movie? Yeah, <laughs> like, so. It's just, it's just, 
a lot of things where it's like you yeah mm-hmm. you're wearing black for for show but what are you really about right. it's like almost like that um whole safety pin thing where people yes. decided that they were safe i'll wear a safety pin to show that i'm a safe person that you can come to and it's weird right like <laughs> how are you gonna go decide that you a safe person you please fuck out of here i don't feel comfortable around you like, you tried how are you to define your allyship like <laughs> a common problem a common, common problem <laughs> Followed by the Golden Globes was the NAACP Awards. Mm-hmm. The and National Association. For- <laughs> What's the thing that, why isn't there an NW? Wait, W-A-A-C-P? When usually white people push back about. Oh, oh, they- <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do you think the N in NAACP stands for? Why isn't there a W-A-A-C-P award? Because you're an idiot. That's why. A white association for the advancement. Like, you know what? Turn up. Like, why isn't there? Okay, yes. Right? Make it happen. We do need Jessica Chastain the president. So, yeah, there was NAACP awards. And, I mean, great, yes, for representation, acknowledging um, our hard work in film and music and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Ava DuVernay won uh, Entertainer of the Year. Absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. I need to know who does her retwist. Yes. And she does a yeah. great job with... Um, have you ever watched Queen Sugar? Don't spoil it for me. Okay, I, I haven't seen, watched like, it. I'm so behind. Yeah, but it's such up. an amazing um, show. And she's, I think, the main director, but she every episode she always has a woman of color yeah, I've heard. Yeah, all her... No, I think it's always that all of her uh, directors episode are directors are women. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. just straight up. Like, whether they're queer women or women of color. Like, but it's amazing. Every episode's kind of, like, shot differently. So you see the styles of each director. And, it's and like, after each episode, she does, like, a, who this director was and why I chose them. And nice. it's amazing. She's she's popping. Yeah, just so beautiful. Like, so great. Films. But, um, so I have feelings, though, about uh, Girls Trip beating Get Out for Outstanding Mosting, Motion Picture. Mm-hmm. For NAACP? Yeah, the oh, NAACP wow. words. I was like, uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, for Girls Trip, it was like, what? Did it gross more than Get Out? I don't think so. Right? I, actually, I, don't I don't know. know. I know people who've seen, who saw Get Out like three times. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> like, I also know people who saw Girls Trip three times. <laughs> but why? So, like, yeah, I mean, but it's not, I don't think that's part of the criteria. Exactly. It shouldn't right. be part of the criteria. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I think I saw it with Girls Trip with my grandma. She right, the category it, is but... outstanding motion picture. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. So, so yeah, so I, I have no idea how that really happened. I don't know who Will Packer uh, paid off for that. <laughs> He's, I believe, the director. Definitely produced it, but yeah, I'm confused about that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Get Out was just such was an outstanding movie. Cinematic masterpiece. Ten out of ten. Script-wise, like Girls say, Trip is one great. of those movies where it's like it's for the culture. Where it's like, yes, like I'm so ha- glad this like, we, exists. Like we, we got soul playing comedy got, and for black like, women and just like shenanigans. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like, if we're gonna actually look at like how like what makes a movie and like script writing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that good. Like, uh, yeah. and I don't, sorry, unpopular opinion. Like, <laughs> I loved it. Like I laughed. It was great. But like in comparison to Get Out, which was like honestly a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like what is it on Rotten Tomatoes? Isn't it like still 99 or 98 yeah, like, out of 100? Yeah. It was like one critic that was like right. That's the same. That's that same dentist that doesn't choose. That one dentist that didn't choose. Four out of five dentists. <laughs> but yeah, like other than that, like it's like Get Out is an, an amazing, amazing movie. Yeah. So like the fact that the movie itself didn't win, it was terrible. But at least 
Daniel Kaluuya did win yeah, for um, Outstanding Actor. So yeah. it's like at least there was some accolade. Yeah, yeah, and also the Oscars like have done good for him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He got nominated for four. Get Out got nominated for four Oscars, mm-hmm. including I believe Best Actor, Best Director for Jordan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jordan. Yeah. Jordan slayed that movie. Okay, um, say. and then there's another another two, and it's escaping me, but. Mm-hmm. At least the Academy did right by them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Let's see if they win, though. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, the, will they will they pull, will they pull a Moonlight again? Oh, oh, oh my God! Listen, if that happens twice, it was Lady Bird. Whoops! <laughs> actually, get out. Really rocking all the doing it. Oh my gosh! I think it'd be a full riot, though. Yeah, like now people like nah, chill, chill, chill. But even also with the Oscars, though, um, I don't know if you guys heard, but you know the famous. Lil Rel from Get Out, <laughs> everyone's favorite person for that movie, um, wasn't invited to the Oscars. <gasps> wasn't yeah. invited. To yeah, it. didn't get. Well, he, he he was saying I think on Fallon, Jimmy Fallon show mm-hmm. that um they do like they do it in rounds how they give out tickets mm-hmm. and that he didn't he wasn't in the first round of like tickets and that's like a huge amount of like the first round is like a lot of people usually right. get it in the first mm-hmm. round especially if you're in the movie and you're like kind of one of the main people yeah like he's movie. like he would have been like i think he should have been best like, supporting actor exactly like, best yeah supporting. he's you know a huge part of the movie so and jimmy Fallon is jimmy Fallon hosting is he no he's no, not hosting not usually kimmel. kimmel oh was it kimmel i'm getting my jimmy's mixed my late night just, jimmy's i mean look there's two there's late night it gets it gets confusing yeah but so one of them jimmy's was um telling him so, so much. <laughs> one of the jimmies just was like more for like what how could that be you're like one of the main people but then Lil Rel was saying that um jay-z had invited him to the after party though so he's like that's so cool but i'm trying to actually go yeah. go go <laughs> so, yeah. the so hopefully they hook that up i think Seriously. one of them said they would make sure that he definitely got it so mm-hmm. yeah you know crazy. so i also want to give um a shout out to Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us. I have not yes. seen the show because everyone is just like in everyone tears cries after every it. episode. Like, yeah, literally yeah. every episode. But, like, oh my god! <laughs> but he won the Golden Globe. Um, he won a Golden Globe for his role in This Is Us, and he also won a SAG Award. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he became the first Black man to win uh, for outstanding performance by a male actor in a Which drama series. So yeah. just shout out to him. He's just like having such an amazing. Like mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so yeah, so that's been great. Also with the sex SAG Awards, so my younger brother has been a member of SAG since he was a uh, a little boy, because <laughs> so, he he been acting, he really in this game. But so every with SAG, the thing that's nice about it is that it's really about like your acting peers. So everyone yeah, in the union, type, yeah, yeah, everyone in SAG after everyone in the union, um, like will vote on it. So and you, so it's cool too because I get. My brother gets all the movies. Every movie that's awarded, they send mm-hmm. them to you. So my brother has every single movie every year. So I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm like, you keep paying those membership dues, bro. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth, it's worth it. it. But like, yeah, he was like, yeah, I voted for him. Like, you know, and like, it's your fellow peers voting for you. And like, it almost yeah. matters more than mm-hmm. yeah, yeah anything. right. And it's like you, that shows that you're well respected in your field, right? In a sense, mm-hmm. yeah. So I would like to then transition to the Grammy Awards. Woo! I love me some music awards. Yes. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, the Grammys um, are almost underway, and mm-hmm. um, I, I know like a lot of people are are you know focused on uh, more so. Damn, Kendrick Lamar uh, versus Jay Z mm-hmm. uh, for forty four. Um, 
albums being for album of the year but i have no idea what the other nominees are that's just the main one that i'm checking to see is going to win for like album of the year i'm mm-hmm. waiting for cardi oh cardi. cardi to win for whatever the fuck she got nominated yeah. wait for. she I got think, wait cardi got nominated for Grammy? best rap performance seriously yeah she's there for, for, for bodak for bodak yellow mm-hmm. oh wait i said kodak black, black. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's like related so it's like yeah it's yeah. Just, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to find out what else, but yeah, she got, Damn, she she got a few nominations. Wait, from the Grammys? I believe. I so. I'm has. looking at it right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, I'm trying to like find let's out. Check that. But I'm happy for. Her. I'm so happy for her. Yeah, I think she got a few. Let me see if she's also on for um, new. What is there a kind of? Because I know I saw the, the, the Migos. The, the Migos. Migos. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out Migos. to the Migos because Culture Two just came out. Had mm-hmm. me trapping in the office the other day. Hey, <laughs> shout out to the Migos. Gotta let them know. Um, yeah, but I know Cardi and I believe Bruno Mars are going to be performing together. Oh really? A nice remix. So I'm also looking forward to the performances. Yeah, but that's going to be like the fun part. There's a lot of good collabs. Um, in terms of R&B, though, I will say I am super duper proud. Of the Gap Tooth Assassin, Daniel Caesar. Where <laughs> <laughs> is going? Is that your name for him? Or... I think so. I don't okay, think I was like, anybody else. Like, Wait, my gosh, this boy Daniel Caesar. He's from Canada. <laughs> um, amazing. His voice is his just beauty. Yes, and his album Freudian. Please go listen oh my to god! It. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It was a real R and B, like just. Beautiful. The lyrics are and beautiful. Knows yeah, <laughs> right. The allegories that he uses, just uh, amazing writing and singing too. And he's mm-hmm. just amazing. I'm so happy for him. Um, what's the song that he has with Kelly, which is who I'm also proud of too, because I love her as well. So I'm just going to the artist that, one, that I love. Is that the one? Get no. Is that Get You? Yeah, Get, get you, you. Yeah, yes, get, get You. That's nominated. Yeah, Get You's yes. nominated. Mm-hmm. I think in more than one category, and Forty is nominated for best Al- R&B album, and it's going up against SZA. For- urban, I don't know, urban mm. contemporary, I don't know. And that's also problematic, some of these mm-hmm. <laughs> categories that they come out with, like, oh, we don't know where to stick you, black people, so we're just going to come up with these random names mm-hmm. uh, for categories. But, oh, Kendrick Lamar is also performing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that should be good. I don't know who's open. Is he going to do that Zachary song, Love, is that what it's called? Wait, the new song? Yeah. Uh, that's I think that's for the Black Panther sound. Oh no. no, 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 no. This oh, is from wait. Damn. Have you oh, heard it? it's oh. like love. It's on the radio now. It's like the the next. It was the next newest single off of um, Damn. Oh, it was like teammate. love with Zachary. I just oh well, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, Kendrick. Yeah. You know I love you, but that that's the one song I do not like. Yeah, album. Yeah. I, yeah, I just I don't know why it just doesn't like whatever. But everything else slaps on that <laughs> album. Okay. I was gonna say so far I'm seeing that Cardi B has two. It's for best rap song and for best rap performance. Wow, okay. I'm so proud, little Miss Bodak Yellow. Yes. A little a regular regular schmegular girl, girl from, from the Bronx, Bronx. Yeah. Turn up. Yeah. Yes. You know, I'm from Brooklyn and I got feelings. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so that's kind of BX all day. <laughs> that's so that's awesome though. Yeah. Was there any other uh artist you guys were like hyped for? for oh, the SZA. SZA I'm happy performing. Yeah, but too. I'm also real quick, I'm really happy that Taylor Swift is not nominated for anything. Oh, right she now. Is wait, 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 we should oh, start did, off with did that. she drop music? Oh, Oh, yes, she did. She wait, did? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Oh, she has an album. I was making assumptions. Wait, I, bitch, I bet you she was nominated for like hold 10 on. things. Go I take like, that back. False go. information. I was just she's assuming this, this is a year. Record. Um, you are fake wait, news. Record yeah. of the year. She's not nominated in. Okay. 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 Uh, <laughs> like, scroll down. Okay. Oh, Jay Z and Kendrick have a chance <laughs> for album yeah, of the year. Okay. <laughs> what's, her, what's her album called? 
I don't even know. I think when um when they uh, <laughs> right seriously, I think once uh, she got roasted by Kim, Kimmy, <laughs> he started to realize yeah that she was you know let like uh Kim Fury was saying that she was just a liar. <laughs> so but uh, you sit on a you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> I was like realize her real lies. Ooh. Oh wow. <laughs> Wow. Crazy. But yeah, I don't think Flames. maybe her album wasn't released in time. It probably wasn't because so I can't yeah. see her not being nominated for anything. That would be a I would have heard of it. Yeah, a true yeah. stub. So that's like yeah. I don't agree with that. I was like I haven't heard from her, so I'm like okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this might be a year so, that yeah, 2019 she'll probably God. be back. So but for now we can enjoy. We all have a break. <laughs> people can actually <laughs> win <laughs> things. Wait, do you watch Family Guy? Yeah, because yeah. you know that scene where I forgot what it is, but it's like basically like, oh, wait, we're free, like we can be black again, and other people. Oh, <laughs> so, this like, Can you feel the brand new day? It's like, wow, we could finally be free. Just don't tell this year. Amazing. Oh my that, yo, that episode was funny. Shit, they legit just zip there. Then they came on, and were like, "That's our chance to go again," and it's like amazing. It's like the best scene in all of Family Guy. Yeah, oh great. my god, amazing! But who knows? Also, Bruno Mars is nominated for a lot of stuff, so he's also nominated for was it album and record of the year? So who knows? That's usually typical for him, though, right? Like I feel like people usually give him his dues. Yeah, yeah. This album, the dance was, singing boy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so black music and gives credit to black people. He was yeah, like, oh, that's so. Yeah. I wouldn't be me if wasn't that for these black folk. <laughs> Say it every day. Right? I saw his special when he performed at the Apollo, and like the one thing about him is that he'll always like recognize who the artist, the black artist that he mm-hmm. got his inspiration from. So mm-hmm. yeah, I do like Bruno yeah. and his music too. Good too. on you, boy. Good on you. <laughs> So awesome. So um, I think that concludes our current topics for the day. Let's take a break and dive into our triad segment. Yeah. Welcome to the Triad segment. Today we have a very special, special thing going on on the Triad segment out here. Yeah. We interviewing somebody. We We're got guests now. <laughs> we medically acclaimed. People want to join us. Yes. <laughs> so today we have the Heishanzo Reginald Reginald Altador. Let's go, Mr. Reggie Altador, aka. Ruger Reg. Ruger Reg. All right. I shoot films. <laughs> Sultry voice. All right. So, uh, Ruga Reg. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm trash. Mr. Ruggie. Is that what Rugi. you call me? Uh, Mr. Ruggie. Uh, Mr. Ruggie Reg. Mr. Ruggie. Uh-oh. Um, well, um, tell us about yourself and, uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit about what you do. Well, uh, I'm a filmmaker uh, based out of Westchester County, New Rochelle, New York. Row nine one four. Yeah, Queen City. The, the, the sound. person here is horrified. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they know this is going to be all involved. Yeah, coming from pretty deep, but um, yeah, filmmaker, writer, director. I, I'm kind of dabbling in terms of I don't know where I want to classify myself as a writer or a director. Mm-hmm. Don't put, don't give yourself I just no do labels. Both of them so good. Don't like, give yourself no labels. Nice. I'm just saying that. Nah, um, writer, director, actor. Um, but that's what I do. Yeah. Cool. Cool. 
So what inspired you to do film? You know, it initially I like when I think about it back in like when I was in the fourth grade, I used to always like write write films, short films. I used to watch like Bruce Lee stories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to make my own. And I kept on writing because it, it kept me out of uh, trouble a bit. I was a class clown. I, I know, Tara oh, remembers. Yeah. <laughs> I was a freaking class clown. Me and Tara go way in back. The, in the fifth grade. Yeah. Oh. yeah man, he hated me. He was selling jokes like the fifth grade. Sorry. Bars. We initially always started out as uh, just writing these short stories and it, uh, and it always died out. Like um, It died out towards like middle school a bit and it, it revamped towards the end of middle school in my uh, eighth grade summer. We were doing like skits like a uh, like Dave Chappelle, like he inspired me a lot. Dave oh, Chappelle yeah. and like Dragon Ball Z, I always say yes! like my two inspirations <laughs> to like write and uh, create stuff. Mm-hmm. I would say Dave Chappelle was definitely a big part of my middle school experience. But I remember teachers being like, "Why y'all even know Dave Chappelle? We're just, <laughs> we're just an adult now, and I see, I'm like, see what, yeah, why, 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 why did I? As adults, <laughs> where kids are watching now, and I'm like, you should not be, be watching, watching this. That. <laughs> yeah. So I get it. Yeah, some things go over kids' heads though, which is the cool part about it. But like. I love Dave Chappelle, so we're... Dave Chappelle's the man. He's my idol. Yeah. And Dragon Ball Z. Shout out to Akira Toriyama. Yes. Yeah. If anybody knows who that is. I but... do. <laughs> I, I, I go to Comic-Con like every year. <laughs> I was like, Dragon Ball's Super is ending soon. Uh, yeah, I don't watch that crap. Why are you okay? making me depressed right now? <laughs> like, I'm sad about that. That is my soul right I got caught in and I was like, wow, this is a lot. <laughs> and now it's ending. I'm sad. But um, initially, when I think about filming, filming actually started, like, when I took it seriously, it was I was about, like, 19 years old, and I wrote a skit, and I wanted somebody to shoot it for me, this, uh, this filmmaker, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, I went to him, I was like, yeah, man, I was like, I really want to shoot this uh, skit. He was like, yeah, you know, I'll charge you. I said, all right, no problem. I was like, how much? He was like, about a G. I said, a G? I was like, damn. I was like, I might as well shoot this shit my damn self. And then, oh, then you did. And I did. Okay. And then it, it just kept DIY. on going. <laughs> DIY nice. Entertainment. That's yeah. actually the name of um, our upcoming group right now. Really? Yeah. DIY yeah. Entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Should have copyrighted it already. Somebody probably did. I'm going to check that. I'm going to go check that. DIY Entertainment. But yeah, that's how it started. And um, I continued my uh, my filmmaking uh, education at uh, Westchester Community College. Prior to that, I was doing like physical education and sociology, so I never really wanted to like stick to it mm-hmm. until like everything else failed. I was just like, all right, I suck at sociology. No, I, I'm not a physical therapist, and I just like working out, like you know, kind of thing. And I was mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. you know, no, films the wave, and then I just kept on sticking with that. And then Brooklyn College, and then here I am now. Brooklyn, shout out to Brooklyn College. Shout out to Brooklyn. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Brooklyn. 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 Sorry, there was just so much Westchester pride coming in. Brooklyn's in everything. Can I shot Brooklyn? Brooklyn has a hand in everything. It's yes, like, you know, like Westchester shot. We never shot. I let y'all have it for five minutes. I couldn't control that. I just couldn't. One like, time's up. Brooklyn. 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 Sorry, my bad. Hold. It just down. In case you guys forgot. <laughs> so the triad segment, we talk a lot about how our our culture, our race really influences um, the way that we see the world. So how do you think your culture influences the way you do film? Yeah, as a zoo boy. So, <laughs> you know what's just so funny? I've never like, I've never used, I've never implemented a lot of my culture into my films a lot mm-hmm. when I think about it because I'm, I'm a Haitian American. So 
I'm, I still do have that Haitian background, but I've grown up a lot all around a lot of like African American hood kids, like you know. So mm. I have that kind of thing. I actually, did my latest short film. I actually first time implementing my whole Haitian background. So that's oh, really cool, like experience with that. Can but, you talk more on that? It's yeah, there. it's um, it's about a it's about a kid coming terms to with his uh with his father's divorce and everything like that. Mm. So like you know with uh within the West West Indian culture, sometimes like. Parents are like they don't know how to like approach certain situations. Like a whole like divorce situation mm-hmm. could be like completely different on how like an African American like um, handles the situation. Mm-hmm. If like you say anything slick, you are gonna beat your ass. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like I feel like um, within within that project, it was basically my experience on like um, dealing with my father's divorce and mm-hmm. that that whole dynamic. So this is like somewhat trying... autobiographical. Yeah, but it's like it's pretty it's pretty dope. It's like a or very like more. slow Peace. coming of age drama, mm-hmm. but like I implement my voiceovers into it too. So like you don't really know it's like about me. So obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, now, yeah. now, now we do. Now we do. Right? Cats out the bag. Brooklyn. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So oh, so what's the name of this project? Do not. Not disturb. Ooh, nice, okay. Nice, mm. nice. So where can we find this project? It That's is nice. not released as of yet. I mean, I just finished it uh, about two weeks ago. We just ran nice. Nice. Oh, we got an exclusive. Yeah. Look at us. Right. Right. Yes. With the scoop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we finished that. Um, we just it's still in post production. I still have to do the voiceover. So we finished like a rough cut. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna present it to some um some industry people probably in a couple of weeks. About I'm gonna sit down and the big pr- uh, premiere is in April. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh nice. And I heard that you have a fellowship. That was um. Th- that's actually the people that sponsored the last project prior to doing a Do Not Disturb. Mm-hmm. They sponsored my last project, approved the jokes, which was like a three part series, three part action series that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but they sponsored the actual short film concept of it. So yeah, that was a pretty cool experience. And I've been with them for like the second semester now. So mm-hmm. that's where Do Not Disturb came in. Something completely different from guns and you know like, yeah. just something just slow coming of age and. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So I checked out the three part series, the jokes, and so would you mind telling us a little bit about that? Yeah, that is uh what I like to call my baby. That's like uh something I've been working on for years. Um it initially started out as like if you saw part one, it was just like supposed to be kinda like a a regular like action piece, not even related to the actual concept of the jokes. If you're not familiar with the jokes, the concept of the jokes is um it's basically an ex-convict is hired by a black activist to rid his community of drugs and guns. In doing so, he'll face his people responsible for imprisoning him. Uh, that's a horrible vocabulary. I said imprison him. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're not we judging you. But uh, basically, he's basically um, getting back at the people who locked him up mm-hmm. at the same time while saving his community. Um, but the initial three-part series took about like a year to get done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was crazy. But I used like everybody close to me. So shout out to the whole team, DIY Entertainment, and um, yeah, friends and family. That's basically what was incorporated into the project. Um, what I wanted to do was uh, basically I didn't want to make it clear that this was an actual superhero kind of uh, film. Like I wanted to, I wanted to kind of give little breadcrumbs to lead into like, oh, this is this is what it is. Kind of like mm-hmm. I didn't want to just want to give it all away. So that was like that's what the three part series was here for. And on top of it, if you notice, like, there's, like, really, like, no dialogue. Like, it's mainly, like, music and, um, like, voiceovers and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, we just didn't we just didn't have a budget. So I didn't want to keep on, like, trying to 
focus on sound and then it just sound horrible and it just takes people out the project. So I was just mm-hmm. trying to just keep it very like visual and it really helped me enhance my my skills visually as a director. So I think uh, yeah, that project is uh, always dear to me in a sense. Did you get to see all of it? You saw I part did, one. I did. You saw all of it. I did. Okay. I saw all uh, three parts. So I don't want to then give it away the okay, ending. Cool, so, cool. but um, but yeah, it went a different direction than mm-hmm. where I I thought it was because I was like, what what what's happening <laughs> with this? And then and then yeah. So I don't want to ruin it. But yeah, it was pretty cool. And it looks like you filmed it part of it in Westchester part, and part of it in Westchester. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, so it was, shout out. We filmed all over. Shout oh, out okay. to the Bronx, Westchester. <laughs> Did we film it in Yonkers? No, we didn't do Yonkers, but mm-hmm. Bronx, Mount Vernon, wet, yeah, New Rochelle. We got a little bit of everything. So. Okay, mainland. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> we tried to shoot in Brooklyn, but it didn't work. That's where we shot. I was shot in Brooklyn, to too, to we us. shot there. <laughs> so what was that process like filming it? Because, I mean, some of the action scenes in it are crazy. There's, like, a car chase that goes on. So I'm like... And you film in the Bronx. Oh, yeah. so how do you manage that? Without getting like arrested. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell filmmakers like, don't ever do what I did. Like, you know, I was just like guns in it. I like, went, oh. I really went in. Like, I risked like everybody's lives <laughs> for real <laughs> for my vision. So like, met the director. <laughs> just immerse yourself into yeah. the character. And just yeah. go with it. I mean, we um, yeah, we um, I mean, normally, especially with shooting gun scenes, when you don't have like a permit, I go in like the most kind of like deserted areas also don't snitch on yourself they did that to Kodak Black and like (laughs) they have a thing for snitches or getting Haitians who talk about that illegal (laughs) illegal activities they do so (laughs) 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 but yeah I mean we just I mean we would we would go to people and just let them know like listen um please do not be alarmed like it had the like orange tip on it too so yeah Mm show people like listen this is a prop gun so please we're just, and there's a camera here, like, right. you know, don't run or call anybody. <laughs> Please don't yeah, call anybody. Like, like, for real, for real. Yeah. And maybe a fake gun, but yeah. <laughs> I was just still really worried. <laughs> just running down the you go, pew, 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 it's fake. <laughs> but the, uh, the whole process of, like, part one to part three, it was it was crazy. Um, part one, it was, we, we was, like, we winged part one. Like, that, the, what you saw was, like, the second time we shot it. Like, the first time we shot it, it was just... It was all over the place. I didn't have a shot list. It was just like going, going along, and it just, it just sucked. And I was, I was gonna edit it, and I lost all the footage. Damn. So I guess it really sucked. Ooh. So that was God's God saying, try again. It was trash, Reg. Do it, do it again. I didn't want to say it, but I mean, take it the way. I just threw like, it myself. Start over, my son. You must try again. Yeah, start over, so please. So we did it again, and um. Even still, like, the second half of, like, part one was still winged a bit, like, the fight scene. But we still, we still, like, we learned from that. And then part two, when we held, we did a whole fight scene and everything, we choreographed that, like, the day prior. So the fight scene definitely came out, like, much better. And the third one, I just kind of wanted to stick away from the fight scenes a bit and kind of do something different. So if I did, a, I did, like, two fight scenes. So the third mm-hmm. one, I wanted to do something epic. Like, I, I just wanted to get, I wanted to be more epic every episode mm-hmm. for, like, no money. I just wanted to, you know, so we didn't have anything. So some people come and go, like, yeah, like you, we see you had some money. Like, no, we all I had was my hands, mm-hmm. a camera, and, and literally, dreams. yeah, yeah. hands, camera, and not even a script for like the three part series. Wow. Yeah. So we, I, I just did a little outline. I was like, all right, this is what I want. This is what we're gonna do. This is the voiceovers, like, and I kind of just made the film like in the editing room. Yeah. Yeah. How were your actors like 
too, like the dude, like those the homies. The uh, I mean, yo, which is why I love these guys, man. Pause. Or no pause. Oh, no, <laughs> no pause. No, no pause. You love them. Yeah, we're, we're just dismantling that toxic love my homies, man. I love yeah. my homies. You love them. Yeah, yeah. I love my homies. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I pushed the whole thing about that process. What I love working with these guys was with, some things that you can do with your friends. It's just you can push them to the limit. Mm-hmm. Something that I can't do with, like, other people outside of my circle. So right. mm-hmm. I definitely push them to the limit. These guys want to beat me up sometimes. Like, <laughs> like, like, no, fuck this. We all do a mutiny up in this bitch. But here we are today. Throw him off the damn boat. If you watch part two, like, they're sweating and all that. They're, they're, that's real sweat. They're that's actually real, fighting. They're really, like, real yeah. perspiration. They're actually, they're actually, they're actually like, fighting. <laughs> they stopped like they stopped like in the middle like just all right time I was like Red, we gotta talk to you man we getting lunch breaks I'm gonna call my union on you we been for hours it's just like yo so I mean I'm just I'm completely grateful like those 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 projects would not come to life if it weren't for them so yeah shout out to those I think too Issa Ray had talked about this before in an interview about people are always trying to level up when they want to network and networking up and she's like you really should be networking across she's like mm-hmm. networking, networking across is how um she got to where she was it yeah. kind of makes sense because mm-hmm. i feel like one person's gonna make it out the bunch if you're networking across and somebody does make it up then that's you know yeah. somebody already up there now mm-hmm. so it kind of makes sense that like instead of looking up look to your peers yeah. and then yeah. you all bring each other up when y'all get there mm-hmm. so yeah. shout out to the homies shout out to the peers yeah. entertainment. shout out to the peers what but but to say um everybody wasn't the homie I could say mm. um, we had mm. we had two mm. we, had, we had two actors two we actors who it. were like outside of the actual like clique which were um which are um, Alonzo. Alonzo's one of the characters, one of the hitmen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have Pharaoh Charles, who plays like the actual superhero, the Jooks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Alonzo was played by Takumo Baye. He was actually supposed to be in my other short film, which I am which I also did a couple of years ago, which I haven't released yet, uh, which was Psychotic Thriller Reach Down. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up not being in that for whatever reason. So I, I, he was such a great actor. I was like, I got to bring you on to this project and everything like that. So shout out to those guys. Great actors doing their things coming up in the world, mm-hmm. the industry. I thought we were about to get shady for a minute. Yeah. Right, right. We're like, he was like, so they're not like, friends Ooh. anymore. What? Yeah. We're about to get some tea. Oh, yeah. We're But in terms of talking about like people who, you know, there's a lot of people who like, you know, they wish you well wishes once you've made it, but mm-hmm. while you're doing it, they're discouraging you. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. had I've had some discouragement for so, so a lot of the projects I've tried, but then when they when you get put on and people see it's a great idea, oh that's great, like, wow. oh that's popping, that's, that's, that's so it. Cool. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I knew her back when. Like, no, you didn't. <laughs> Stop lying. Have you experienced that? I mean, when I think about it, I haven't experienced the um like I, I I've experienced that that kind of like that subtle hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to share your shit, but I'm going to watch it. You know what I'm <laughs> like, you seen the series? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw it. I saw it. You saw all of it? Yeah, I saw it. I'm like, you ain't like it. You ain't comment. You ain't say nothing. Like, that's just that. Like, you up. Yeah, but I'm, I don't even take that as hate because somebody might just might not like it. And you know mm-hmm. They just don't want to say anything. But mm-hmm. if you watched all three of them, you must have been intrigued about something. So, <laughs> something. Just saying. Like, but um, in terms of hate, like, in terms of people hating, I haven't really gotten that. I just, the most I, I've gotten is, uh, like, just lack of support. 
mm-hmm. in terms of like people just don't want to share. Or, I think that's the hardest thing too, like within your city, is just getting like that local support until mm-hmm. until somebody else says that you're good. Is like when people actually be like, right. "Oh, he's good," like, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah, just, I knew. He yeah. been showing all his stuff all day, but I never went to go. Nobody wants to pay attention, yeah. but until like I, until like like until like um, when I really started getting some traction in terms. Uh, was uh was from the Jacob Burns, which who actually sponsored the uh, Proof of the Jucks, which was the short film that I was talking about. Right. Um, yeah, once I posted an article that they wrote about me, that's when people really started realizing, oh my god, like <laughs> you actually you're somebody. You're somebody. You know? <laughs> like, somebody. Somebody. <laughs> so I was like, I mean, it was it was a great experience. It, it's always good to feel like be admired for your work. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's what I want the most at a filmmaking. I just I just want to be admired for my work and educate and entertain at the same time you know isn't that what we all want yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just i think it's a good transition into what we were talking about with award season so mm-hmm. we were talking about films like get out um so what are i don't know do you have any predictions i know some of the academy award nominees were uh announced do you have any like hopes, hopes or guesses or or do you just go like you know why do we look for white support that film, <laughs> like that we, we can cultivate our own shit i mean i'm a little bit of that i can't even, i can't even front um I, I really wish we could just you know really band together and really make our own but you know, it's just i don't know it's that's that's a fight within itself amongst ourselves so mm-hmm. but um yeah man i want get out should win every freaking award like, you know what I'm I mean, like, I'm down, it was yeah. that good of a movie so mm-hmm. it's like to don't throw any shade on it it has to win something Thank you. yeah, yeah. It has, don't snu- full if it doesn't win anything i'll never watch the oscars again <laughs> I mean, that movie was like a game changer like, yeah it's yeah. a chance how many that it really changed the game you're mm-hmm. you really hit the nail on that um something how many times did i see get out it's like three times like <laughs> it was such a great film um as a director too did mm-hmm. you like the way that jordan peele like took it like and how i think yeah um i love the way he executed like how he he dealt with racism because um like in, like even in reach down like it was a short film that i did um i, I tackle racism in a detective story and like when I show it to some of like my white peers, like the reaction that they get, they're like very uncomfortable because mm-hmm. I'm kind of, I might have been like kind of blunt with it. Sure, good. Sure, I might have been a little uh-huh. too blunt, like, but like Make them the, but the way Jordan Peele does it, in a way, like he he makes it comical. And mm-hmm. it's, it's it's comical, so it, it can it kind of just eases people into it a bit, and then he goes fucking crazy. Yeah. 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 So it's like. So like I, like white people can definitely like well, no, I like this film like I like I like the I like the uh, subtext or you know I think the way I did was a little too a little too harsh but I'm still I'm still pushing the film maybe it'll actually get into because it hasn't gotten to any festivals a- anyway because mm. um I'm not sure maybe the content or whatever so maybe the with the success of Get Out that will help that you know kind of get mm-hmm. to this next level mm. but yeah. Yeah, get out, please win. More films about talking about race. I know Jordan Peele's working on a film with Spike Lee. Oh, oh, is he? Oh, I didn't know. Tell us, please. He's collaborating with Spike Lee on a. um, It's like a film about a. About some some racist murder, some some racism murder, something like that. But one that took place actually, or this yeah, is no, like, it actually oh, happened. It's actually wow. true, based on a true story. So those two tag teams, it's gonna be dope. Wow. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I was thinking, was it the one that? Um, from, but I think that's from. Mm. Um, I remember the premise. Oh okay, yes, please. It's about a detective infiltrating the KKK. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Reminds me of the Dave Chappelle skit. Yo, power. <laughs> we can't understand you. You're bad to your country. Why power? <laughs> I 
all of them. Oh gosh. Nice, nice. So, um, so we talked a little bit about your project. So, do you want to share a bit about um, anything else that you might have coming up, and also how can people find your um, find your projects so that they can support? So, I guess we'll start with uh, what do we have right now. So, we have the uh, three part series for the Jooks. We have the short film. Prove the Jux, which is in post-production, which is going to be submitted to festivals. We have Do Not Disturb, which is the uh, cultural film about, I was telling you about uh, right. my father's divorce. Mm-hmm. We have Reach Down, which is a psychotic thriller uh, about a black detective uh, trying to find a serial killer who's been taunting him for three years. So that's three projects that I got for 2018, which I'm ecstatic about. Oh, excited. Yeah, nice. So happy. Um, also have a comic book in the works for the Jux. Nice. Oh, yeah. Really? Got a couple of concept art. And uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. So, Do you have an illustrator worth it? I had someone doing some stuff, but I'm, I'm, looking, uh, I'm looking for some other people too right now. So mm. in the shopping process right now. Um, you guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Ruger Reg Films. Spell that for them, please. R U G G A R E G G F I L M S. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You can find all the. Uh, all of the uh, work that I've done. Nice, nice. And so if people say want to support your films financially, because they'll make us need money. Right, like, <laughs> is there a way that they like can a Patreon reach out to or whatever it's called? Yeah. Yes. yes, I actually My do have colleagues. a um <laughs> I do have a GoFundMe oh, yeah. um that you could also find. A GoFundMe put GoFundMe.com slash the jooks. You can basically support that project. Spell jooks. The T H E space jokes. You're a little urban, so it's D D A. D A D A. I'm also from Florida, so when you were talking about the jokes, I thought like we were talking about joking, like dances. So I was like, hey, what's joking? So that's for another episode. What's joking? What's joking? Um. You can look it up on the YouTube. We'll, we'll uh, on, look it up on, on the, the Urban YouTube Dictionary. Dirt. Yeah, we'll look it up during our break. The jux, <laughs> the jux is, it, is that jux spelled like, the same way? No, it's spelled differently. Oh, but okay. Like two Ks? No, it's J O O K. Oh, that, that looked real Floridian. Just J O O K. Sorry, we don't want to flame you here. We're like how Brooklyn. We'll say that for a different episode. Yeah, Brooklyn and Florida are very sensitive. But yeah, you're going to say the definition of jux for the definition of the jux is New York based. I don't know is um to take to to rob to take from somebody. So the jux he's taking from drug dealers and giving back to his his community. So yeah, very cool. Like Robin Hood. He's the Robin, Robin Hood, basically. The Hood, okay. No, no superpowers, no nothing. like, nigga Robin. <laughs> nigga Robin. That's what I'm going to call it, nigga Robin. Nice. Okay, so thank you so much for joining yes, us. Yes, thank you. Awesome. I think we're going to now close out for our final thoughts. Yeah. Thank you. All right, y'all. So what are some of the takeaways from this episode? So, you know, like, again, I guess thinking about everything we talked about, whether it's like Time Up or the Women's March or just being of color and being black and acting and just arts in general, there's always this like persistence or there's always this like need to be like fighting for our worth. Mm-hmm. And it's shitty because like we shouldn't have to fight to let you know our value. Right. in the game whether it's my my monetary value in like paying me equally or my value in that my art is 
most likely better than yours. <laughs> Sorry, white people. And so, like, it's 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 a struggle, and I feel like, you know, we're, we're tired. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I feel like that's my takeaway, that, like, this, this, the struggle's always here, and let's uh, hopefully have the resilience to keep going in pushing our value. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think for me, a takeaway is don't you ever in your life disrespect Harriet Tubman again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you talk about putting her on some currency, bitch. Oh. Keep her name out your mouth. <laughs> Keep your hats off her head. Hey. Like <laughs> She's already looking like money. Right. Yeah. Okay. Harriet Tubman's <laughs> pussy's not pink. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so my takeaway is... Uh, just realizing how important it is to support uh, up and coming black creatives. Um, hearing, you know, the success story of Issa Rae and how uh, Dara was sharing how she really uh, networked out and how she really got the support of, you know, of her friends to do a lot of projects. And so mm-hmm. the horizontal so, network. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> networking was that across. Term? Yeah, mm-hmm. networking across. And so. And yeah, so just for our guest today, once again, thanking Reggie for coming out. So um, I will be uh, checking out more of his films. Hopefully you guys will too. And we'll Um, definitely be posting like links and of his handle and also his YouTube channel and whatnot. So you can get a look at it too. Absolutely. So support your um, up and coming black creatives, filmmakers, singers, mm-hmm. uh, instrumentalists, rappers, yes, or musicians, musicians, I guess. Yeah. Okay, um, yes. Podcast creators, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> authors. Help, please. Yes. <laughs> and before we end, I want to do a special shout out to our listeners. Like, we have listeners all over the country and even like all over the world. Yeah, all over the world. Like a we lot of Yeah, we have international <laughs> baby. We even really buy postal. We have a bunch of listeners in San Francisco. Like a lot, a lot. Like almost like well, I wouldn't even say like a good like thirty percent of our listeners are from oh, San Francisco. Who's the plug? Who, yeah, who's and like we we like, East Coast out here, so you? we are so happy. Thank you. You're making us bi coastal, bi worldial. Maybe we'll be in the next universe, bitch. Turn around, <laughs> the multiverse, right? We got listeners, <laughs> we got in, listeners in the multiverse, Singapore and Indonesia. Like this is yeah. popping. Mm-hmm. So no, thank you, thank you, thank you, and yes. keep please spreading the word of our podcast and make us truly, truly, truly global. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Where can the people find us? Oh, yeah. As we say every episode, you can find us at The Black Triad. That's T-H-E-B-L-A-C-K-T-R-I-A-D. That was hard to spell. Oh, you make <laughs> My gosh. But you did. Goodness. <laughs> so you can follow us on all um, social media, Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, all the things, SoundCloud, iTunes. But you can listen to us anywhere, my guy. Anywhere. Be out here. <laughs> So thank you for listening and we'll catch you next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Peace out.